Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Buker and Friends podcast, co-starring 10-year NFL veteran and Super Bowl champion, Will Blackman. Fanning from the end zone, he throws, and it's a first away, it is picked off by Will Blackman, the former Giant. Tim Dwight watches it hit, bounces, picks it up at the 10, slips a defender, fumbles the football, it's up for grabs, it's covered in the end zone by Will Blackman for a Green Bay touchdown! And now, here is your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. Welcome to another episode of Buecher and Blackman, subsidiary of Buecher and Friends, part of the United WeCast Network. I'm Rick Buecher. You can see me on FS1, you can read me on Bleacher Report, and you can follow me on both Instagram at Rick underscore Buecher and Twitter simply at Rick Buecher. He's Will Blackman, NFL vet, Super Bowl champ. And you can follow him on Instagram at Will Blackman and on Twitter at Will Blackman. No change there. Same. 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 And you can follow me at NFL Wine Guy. <laughs> and you can follow him at NFL Wine Guy as well. You can also follow his son, Ryder, if you follow guest commercials. Dude. How about that? Dude. National He's commercial. Not only a national commercial, but for anybody who checks it out, uh, Ryder is the unbelievably cute, handsome, uh, big fro. <laughs> but it's not a, It's not like a standard fro. It's I don't know what, no, what you a, call that a, curl. It's a, cur- it's a curly fro. Curly fro. Fro. Massive dimples. Like mm-hmm. he's just... He's taking over, man. So yeah, man. It was, he was excited to see that. You know, he he goes to these auditions and um, he's just cool about it. He has no ego. It is what it is, and um, yeah, it's, it was really cool. So I would imagine because of that that you don't like. There's always that trepidation, and and this is the same thing that uh, you know I thought with LeBron James and and Bronny and and Zaire with Dwayne Wade to a certain extent is, uh, and there was some kid. I don't know if he's a how old, eight year old, nine year old uh, running back, and his he scored like forty three touchdowns. His team won a state championship, and I just I always get a little bit nervous with start when stardom hits a kid really really early, and less so I guess in a case like like Ryder because I don't you know I, I know a little bit about. It's not has it hasn't been a you know total focus. I want my kid in movies. I want my kid in a commercial. Like, 
it seems to me that writers lived a pretty balanced life. And and not, not to say that, that, that Bronny or Zaire, that the, the little running back kid, have not. But with them, there's there's so much advertisement of what they're doing. Like, I don't think you go out of your way to showcase what Ryder is doing. And it just worries me. What, what, what concerns me is, is the burnout factor. Like a kid is all in on something that early. Are they going to get tired of it? Is it going to stop being fun and something they want to do? And then more important, when the parents are all into it and the kid it, you know, turns 11 and goes, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. How are the parents going to react? That's always my, that's, that's what I wonder about. Wow, talk about overthinking and like reading in depth into these situations. Well, look at, in terms of starting hitting, hitting like Zaire early or Bronny, yeah, they were born into it. Yeah, literally, they were born into it. it it's funny when, when people ask me, you know, what does Ryder do? What does he do at your games? Is he just amazed at what's going on? Is he just like watching everything you do when you play? I'm like Ryder, honestly. Ryder's on his iPad the whole time. <laughs> he's not even paying attention it's, it's when, when another, you play. When I'm playing and Ryder's at the games, he's on his iPad. It's just another day at work for Dad. Right, right. It was just another day. It was, you know, it wasn't anything crazy to him. That's just what he was used to. Well, so, you know, and then I, I think these those boys, Bronny and, and Zaire, they they chose. That's what they wanted to do. That's what they want to do. It's, it's not like the. Marinovich factor where he made him left-handed and trained him all day long and ride and rode him to death. You know, um, it's not like that at all. No, 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 no. And I get that. And I'm and I'm not suggesting you mean, that you whatsoever. Mean like off from the attention. What's that? You mean like over it because of the attention? No, in terms of like they're really they're stand out now and they're drawing a ton of attention. And that's but what they, they want. have. But they have their 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 fathers were all world. Are they going they, to? That's what they want. Okay, but and, and if they and don't for them achieve, to be actually good to be actually if, good. Yeah, if they don't achieve that, then what? Then we'll see. But right now, for them to actually be good basketball players, they're okay with that. Yeah. No. 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 It, I'm, it reminds to, me of as a, It reminds me of when I see the uh, the Sanders boys, Shiloh and Shador. Okay. Shiloh is going to South Carolina to play cornerback. Okay. His dad's Dion's position, arguably the greatest of all time. And he's and he knows he's like that that's what it comes, you know, it comes with that. There's a standard in our family. There's a primetime standard up and I I've been around Shador twice. He's Shador's actually a quarterback. He has a bunch of offers. And Shador walks around with all all the primetime chains on. All the boys is really yeah, all of them do. They all got a bunch of primetime chains. That's and hilarious. Gold and diamonds, and they just walk around with so much swag, and they and they just accept it that this is what this is the primetime liar. This is what it is. They got so much swagger, it is unbelievable. Okay, but here's the difference. Like, and their dad and their dad coached them. Their dad was their high school coach. We, uh, again, I, I get that. I get that. But I would if you asked. The average sports fan, who's Shador Sanders? They wouldn't be able to tell you. Shiloh, they wouldn't be able to tell you. You ask the football world, they know. Football world, yes, but that's that's the that's the distinction. Like because of LeBron, like Bronny is 
I, look, it's no fault of LeBron's. I don't know how you would do it any different. I'm not saying somebody's doing something wrong. I'm just saying it's such a tall mountain that 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 his father has created that I just think it, it has the potential to be really tough. The kid could be really good, and he won't come. He he, he won't come close to being what his son, what his what his dad was. The 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 Ken Griffey Senior Ken Griffey Junior situations are the exception rather than the rule. And I just as at at this point, 14, 15, being this, I mean, God, he's almost as he's almost as well known as his dad. Like, there's nowhere to there's nowhere to go. <laughs> the, the the ceiling isn't that far away, right? He seems so relaxed that he's not even worried about that. He does. He seems he seems so mature in that who, aspect. Who, LeBron or Bronny? Bronny. Yeah, and look, no doubt. I'm not. I'm not saying that. He I'm not be. worried. I'm not, I'm sure not worried about his. I'm not worried about that. I'll be just. I'm just curious to see where it goes. There is a part how, how of me. Was, how was Jordan's kids? Tough. It was tough. You never heard of them. One of them played at Central Florida, Florida, I think. Yeah, but here's the difference: like, they were his kids, but they weren't. They weren't all over Instagram. They weren't like all of their games being showcased through his dad, being the center of being a topic on talk shows. Like, I don't know any. I don't know any other kid who has gone through that. And I just, que- I just don't know. I'm getting. I'm not going to say it's not healthy. It's just. But he's embracing it, though. Okay. Well, that's fine. If you were 14, then 15, it, of course I would. I'm not. I'm that's not, not true. About that's what not it's true doing. because a lot of guys deal with that kind of pressure. He's embracing all Wait, of this. What? This? There's no comparison. Like, what kid has gone through what Bronny's going through to say? This kid didn't, you know, had all this on him and didn't do well with it. Like I've never, I've never seen a kid who's been who's had this much exposure this early with a famous that, father. With the famous father, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say his dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and with it, because because look, for all that LeBron was touted to be, he didn't have a dad who'd already done everything. That LeBron has done. That's where I just look. I'm sure he's enjoying the hell out of it now, as he should. But I mean, he's embr- not enjoying. I'm saying he's embracing all that comes with it. I remember I was bringing back to football when I was on the Seahawks in that summer. There was all kinds of articles about. You know, okay, this is the after they lost to Atlanta the year before. This is the year Seattle's gonna win. This is the year they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. This is 2013. This is when they can do it. So Pete Carroll had a meeting and showed all that to the players. Like newspaper clippings, this and that. And I'm like, you know, usually you you see that kind of meeting and it's like, you know, don't read into that stuff, you know, stay the course, stay to our plan. And he showed all the good stuff, what everything everybody was saying about the team. He was like, guys. Embrace it. Hmm. If people are saying they think you're that good, then show them you're that good. Hmm. Believe you're that good because hmm. we are. Now, and how much? Was a whole, it was a whole different perspective to look at it like that. 
a lot of guys are afraid. They're like, oh, you know, I want to stay humble. I don't, I don't want to read my clippings or, right. nah, man, embrace it. That's the other they want a Super Bowl too. How many guys genuinely don't read the clippings, don't follow what's being said about them? How many guys stay in that silo or that vacuum? I don't know now. It's different because you can literally just type your name and look what's up. I know. You know. But guys say it all the you time. Can, you can always oh, tell the guy. The, you can always tell like yeah. You can always tell the guys who do because they re, they respond to articles or tweets that they're not even tagged on. What do you mean? Like I know what you mean by so tagged, but so if you don't say at Will Blackman, you know he's awful, blah blah. blah. If right. instead if you just write my name, mm-hmm. I have no way of seeing it unless I'm like searching my name. Got you, got you. Guys read everything, and sometimes they don't have a choice because it's right there. People are saying stuff to them. Yeah. Or someone does tag them, so people everybody reads. They read everything. So w- what kind of guy do you think Antonio Brown is? He reads everything. <laughs> Hundred percent. He reads. You know why he reads everything? Because mm. he blocked me. Really? Yeah. Why did he block you? When did he block you? And and how long ago? I don't even know. I think because I, you know, when, when he was going through that rift with him, him and Juju, I posted a video of Juju hitting a Cincinnati Bengal after whatever, almost like revenge, almost like avenging AB. Okay. You know, so everyone's like, yeah, AB, he avenged you on this play, blah, 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 and you're acting like this. So I think in that tweet, blew up. Ah. I think, I think he got so many notifications, he was like, I'm just going to block Will. So I don't get that anymore. <laughs> Interesting. I know he reads it all. All those guys read everything. That's why they're – even Le'Veon Bell, he, um, he posted a video responding to everybody. I'm still my thing, thinking. My, my thing is like, if if I got to a certain level where I was that good, hmm. and I got paid, mm-hmm. I'm not saying a damn thing to anybody. So at you, all. so you wouldn't be Kevin Durant. What do you mean? Oh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant reads everything, responds to everything. He's no. I would I would respond in terms of like, like he responds to media people. Uh, and sometimes, and sometimes, sometimes he'll go and respond. No, that's else. not true. Well, I guess me, uh, for, but but former players too. Like, like when you called could, out, like when you called out Stephen A. I'm saying, you know, other other people well known, where you have other players that respond to everybody, right? And are constantly like defending themselves, or even, like it'd be like small things, like hey, you know, you can't pick up a block like so and so, and okay, leave that alone. You know, but if if there are reporters that are getting into detail about certain stuff or like me, I'll find intelligent answers or something where that deserves a response. I'm like, OK, this could turn into an actual pretty good dialogue. So let me let me check this one out. Hmm. Uh, have you ever done cryotherapy? Absolutely not. You have not. No. Why not? There's no studies to say that actually works. Well, have you ever taken an ice bath? I stopped in 2009. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because all it does is it just frees your pain receptors. It doesn't actually solve the issue. It doesn't. No, I mean, if you're if you're in extreme pain, like there's sometimes like my legs are just shot and fried. I need to like wake them up. I'll get in there for a little bit. 
So the cryotherapy but it's, but it idea. Stops, but it stops blood flow. You need blood for healing. So if I do anything, I'll do a contrast. I'll jump in the cold tub and jump in the hot tub. So this, so do you know the theory or the concept behind cryotherapy? What is the theory behind cryotherapy? Because I've done it. Is that you, unlike, because with an, with, an, with, an uh, with an ice bath, by the time that you get your body into shock, you would normally, and Antonio Brown kind of, kind of screwed this up, but the whole idea is, is that you get your body so cold that it goes into preservation mode, which means it circulates the blood on a shorter track. It stops sending blood out to your extremities. And so it, um, so it circulates just through your vital organs and your heart. And what happens is, it enriches the blood so that once you step out, as soon as you step out of the cryotherapy chamber, now all that blood rushes back to all of your limbs and your body instinctively sends the most blood to the damaged uh, areas. So the damaged areas get an added dose of an enriched blood, which helps them heal faster. That's the whole idea. Uh, I, I did it uh, when the, uh, speaking of LeBron, when the Mavs upset uh, the, the Heat in 2011, in the 2011 finals, uh, Jay Kidd was alternate, alternately guarding LeBron James or Dwayne Wade. And I was like, dude, how are you doing this? Like You're almost 40 years old. You should, what are you, how are you doing this? And he said, if I show you, you have to do it. And I said, okay. And not knowing what it was. And so the, the, they had a whole group of guys, Dirk, J Kid, Jason Terry, uh, Brian Cardinal, there's one other guy, maybe Deshaun Stevenson, all older guys. And it was a routine that they had where every, I don't know, every two weeks, every week and a half, they would all go do the cryotherapy thing. And uh, and I did it, and it was it was amazing. It was amazing. I've never had anything that's that's made me feel that good when I walked out. And you're only in there, to, you're supposed to be in there like a minute and a half at the most, and you just start shivering uncontrollably. Exactly. Is that, that healthy? Is that healthy? Uh, as long as you do extreme, it to go to those extreme conditions where you're uh, damn near hyperventilating. Well, I don't know if it's hyperventilating. Is jumping into the North Atlantic Ocean in December is that healthy? Y- yes, that is. That is healthy. That, yes, that's healthy. Why? Yes, but I have a friend of mine actually who's who's big into this cold immersion thing, and he's built it up where he can do it for like five to seven minutes in the ocean. Pulls like we'll surf, and then he got me doing it, and we'll come in. And he'll pull his uh, pull wetsuit down to your waist, and then you go in up to your neck, and you sit there for. I mean, you start by doing it just for two, three, four minutes, and then he's built it up to like I don't know seven to nine, and when you come out, like your body just flushes with that. Oh, it does. Yes. Oh man. I mean, it's amazing. It's it really. I found it to be very therapeutic. I have a friend of mine um, who's uh, a VC here in the in the Bay Area, 
his daughter played with my daughter uh, in in high school. She gra- his daughter since graduated. He used to, he used to do the cold tub. He'd he'd do this. He'd do the cold immersion like like every morning. He had this thing in his in his backyard. So it's I mean you look you've you've done the 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 cold pool right? I mean it's basically the same thing. It's not the same thing when you're going up to your neck. Well, uh, okay, that's true. That's true. It's a little bit different. Rather than doing just it's a lot of it different, or doing it to your waist or whatever. Although I I remember doing it. God, this was years ago. I want to say I did it with Chris Mullen. We like we did it up to. uh, I did it with a a soccer player. God, back in my twenties, when we went to Hungary, Uh, we went to Budapest, and we did uh, the Turkish baths in 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 Hungary, and we went cold hot. And I swear that we got in. Up to up to our chest, at least. But but so you stopped you because I would think that football players are like all over the cold bath. But they are, and then I I learned I'm like it doesn't necessarily like cure my what's going on with my legs in terms of like soreness. It doesn't fix that. If my legs are just brutally in pain, I'm like okay, let me go ahead and just like shock them real quick. You know, or just take the take the edge off. Yeah. You know, so I'll jump in there for that. But if I'm really trying to promote healing, I'll get in the I'll get in the um, I'll take a, a saw bath, Epsom salt. Got you. Got you. you. Put in you put in nutrients. You got the warm water, that's you know creating blood flow, and then you have the nutrients from the Epsom salt going back up into my legs. And next day I'll be golden. I did that from '09 to '18. Well, I look. To each his own, whatever works. I'm it's just telling you the crap. I'm not telling you whatever works. That's what works. Yeah. Yeah. In any event. This is so right cl- now because of cryo. This is so classic Antonio Brown, though. Because they're very specific. I guarantee you they gave him a certain time limit and he decided to do more. Like Antonio Brown, for this is the this is what's so curious for me, because there are certain things that he does that are incredibly disciplined. And then there are certain things that he does that you just, he kind of sets his own rules. And, and I get this part of it because professional athletes are inherently come to believe the rules don't apply to them. You're an example. Like somebody has as many knee surgeries as you, you've had. The injuries that you've had. Most people go, time to, time, <laughs> time to move on. You came back and played more than once. Like the that's you're defying what the normal person does. So it's easy to take that and then just spread it across the board to the rules just don't apply to me. Whether it's coming back from an injury or it's cryotherapy or it's the speed limit or you name it. It's it it it, it I get it. I mean I I see why it happens. But Antonio Brown has a has has like an extra <laughs> an extra element of that, as I can see it. Like the rules never apply to Antonio Brown. Rules don't apply to you either. You and your cryo. How's it? Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? So, so for example, okay, this is my thing. One more, my last thing about the whole ice thing. <laughs> when you have an acute injury, yes, that swells up. Yes. Why do you put ice on it? To get the swelling out. And and how does the swelling leave? Because ice 
Yes. Shuts off the nerves. It doesn't just shut shut off the nerves. Yeah, it does. It shuts off the nerve and it restricts blood supply. Okay. Because otherwise, blood's going to keep flowing to that spot because it's trying to heal. It's trying to heal. So you're like, let me stop it. Right. Right now. Right. Let me stop the blood supply. Right. Right. Stop blood supply. <laughs> that. Okay. Right, because there's too much blood in the area. Your body is overreacting to the injury. So in order to get the mobility back in that joint or that part of your body, you have to restrict the blood you flow. You have to restrict the blood flow. And that's what happens what ice, with That's what ice does. Right, and what cryotherapy does is for a minute it pulls the blood out of there. It enriches it and then it, it sends it it, it it enriches it it enriches it Get and then back. it sends it shooting back enrich there. it it does enrich it my god it does not enrich it it it, it hyper oxygenates it yeah 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 that's i uh, look i i'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist I think you are that's no that's what i was told that's how it works all i can tell you is you, it, it made me feel great Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Uh, and and Kobe, 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 built, Kobe built like a cryotherapy chamber. Like, he wanted to breathe it. He wanted like like, forget about up to your neck. Like... How'd that work out? Uh, I don't know. He had a pretty good career. When did he build the cryo? He got, he got 60. I can't remember. Like, I want to say, I want to say his last five years, he had the cryo chamber. He he supposedly discovered it when he it went over fad. to Germany to get the knee Somebody sold him on the it. It was a thing. fad. Anyhow, Speaking of baby, you skeptic. Anyway, so how? how um, I'll say again. Well, I forget what we did. Oh, Baker Mayfield. We did the chugging thing. So Antonio Brown, uh, the frostbite on his feet. Big thing, little thing, no thing. It's a big thing. A frostbite. On your <laughs> I feet, wish. Bro. I wish everyone could see the look you just. It's a big <laughs> thing, and then you gave me like that. Yeah, you got frostbite on your feet, bro. Okay, but how? But how he got like it's a big thing. Obviously, the injury is a big thing. Him being compromised is a big thing. The fact that how he did it is that a big thing, or does it really not matter? If he got injured, if he injured his foot on the on the on the practice field, is it any different than this? Yeah, it's different because you didn't get injured on the practice field. <laughs> this is a non-football injury. Okay, that's a big well, deal. But you can make an argument; it's not. That he was trying no, it, to there's no rehab argument. his did body. He, did he get cryo at the Raiders facility? I don't know if they have a cryo at the Raiders Yeah, facility. he didn't. So that's, that's definitely non That's why he was NFI, non-football injury. See, see, well, I know, but that's just that's just descriptive. They wouldn't, the, the, the Mavs didn't build, put a cryo, cryo chamber or tube, silo, whatever in the Mavs facility because they were worried that Cuban would do exactly what Antonio Brown did. That he would go in and he'd stay in. If, if, if you know, a minute and a half is good, three minutes has to be better. 
So they, they, they used one that was like on the outskirts of Dallas that they could shut it down so the Cuban couldn't go in there by himself and give himself an, his uh, cryotherapy. Couldn't do it himself. I don't know what I'm trying to say there. <laughs> okay, so what do you make of how the Raiders have handled it? I think they handled it just fine. They didn't make it a big deal. Okay, but it is a big deal. No, it is because they need him out there, and they want he should be. They want him to practice. That'd be great. But they just like, hey, you know, it's not like he was out there skateboarding barefoot. You know, that's what it looks like. Hmm. Like he was out there jumping out of planes, or he got hurt doing something crazy. I mean, that is crazy. Cryo is crazy. But you got to make up was, your he, mind. He was what? You got to make up your mind about what? About this. Like you're saying, it's not a big deal, but it it's is not a big. big deal. It's not a big. It's not a big deal to where it's like the Raiders are overly crazy concerned, but it's a big deal because, it's like, dude, the football season started and he can't. He's not full go. This is my concern: is not making it a big deal. Are you setting a bad precedent? No. Why? Will he be ready the first week? That's all they care about. Okay. <laughs> what are Brent- you waiting for? Well, I because of all the issues that Antonio hey, had, that AB deal? had yes, in it's Pittsburgh. A, it's a big deal. Is it a big deal? Yes, it's a big deal. Okay. It's a big deal. And, did I, and I think the Raiders are handling it just fine. You think they're being smart by not making it a big deal, even though it's a big deal? Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. I, I, I will respectfully disagree. That's fine. What have you seen? It, it, anything? Give me, give me what I can take from preseason. I actually, I, I promoted this podcast by saying that we would have uh, a whole slate of preseason games played, and we would uh, do our best to make far too much of them than 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 we should. But uh, I was being somewhat facetious. What can you take from what you've seen in preseason this far? And I don't know how much you've watched. What can you what, what's like what can, what can you take away? What can you say definitively? I saw this and this is meaningful in relation to what this team or this player is going to be when the regular season starts. Um I'll start I'll start off by saying that um the obvious is Baker's going to continue to be great. Mm-hmm. Okay? That this is going to be a huge um stock rise for Sam Donald. Okay. I, I thought he looked really good. Um, the Vikings offense, that's going to be interesting. They're going to be pretty good. Kyler Murray is, is I mean, just, just the way he, just his whole demeanor, like just showed me right there that he is beyond ready hmm. for this. Just how comfortable he is, um, all, uh, as if he's been here long enough already. I, you, I saw no worry, no concern. Everything was real, just calm with him. Yeah, you know. I learned something in our conversations. I've, I've just watched a little bit different, and what I've been struck by is, no matter how fast or athletic a guy is. If he doesn't read a situation correctly, he has no chance. Like being able to read what's what's happening and be in position is I, I never I never fully appreciated 
how vital that is and that all the athleticism in the world can't compensate for a misread or being a second late. I agree. So thank you. <laughs> I agree. Because it's, it's just interesting. I, I, I watch particularly the, the defense. I watch the defense in an entirely different way. Um, anything, anybody, anybody else? Do you do team wise? So Kyler Murray. Well, let's start with the Browns. Can they win that division? Is Baker Baker Mayfield that good? Is is OBJ? Yes, they are. Yes, they can. They can. Well, they don't know. I think they can. Yeah. What will it? What What do you? What needs to happen? Um, consistency. What What needs to happen is basically. The, the identity and the culture has to be good. It has to be good and strong the entire year because there's going to be a situation where they're going to face some adversity. Uh-huh. Um, and what's going to happen when they face adversity? See, this is, I, I'm going to, I'm going to compare. I feel like the Lakers with Frank Vogel and the Browns with Freddie Kitchens are very similar. The people are discount are looking at the talent in both cases. And they're not looking at the guy who's running the ship, who at some point, because of that adversity, is going to have to maintain a standard. He's going to have to keep the ship pointed in the right direction. He's going to have to keep guys uh, tuned in. And can he? Can he keep everyone? When things get... when Because when things get difficult, when, you, when, it, when everybody tries to, to solve it themselves... And that, to me, is the difference when you have good coaching. Is a coach coaches say, "No, no, no! You do this, you do this, you do this, and we'll be fine." And and everybody stays stays in their lane. When you don't have good coaching, everybody's coming up with their own solution, their own idea, and generally that does not solve the problem. It sends you the other direction. That's where I, that, what, whether the Browns can win that division or not. Like the we haven't talked about this yet, but. I like the fact that they that the Steelers extended Mike Tomlin. I feel I I like that they've they've basically put their chips behind him and said, right. "Now he's our he's he's our head coach." And yeah, we lost AB and yeah, we lost Le'Veon and they both went out the door unhappy. But uh, the fact of the matter is, we believe in Mike Tomlin. And I think that and, and one, I think there's reason to. And two, I think that's going to help the Steelers a lot in moving forward with Roethlisberger. In particular, well, yeah, because in in retrospect, are those two phenomenal players? Yeah, those two are they're, they're unreal, unreal talent. But they didn't win any titles. Nope. And they played for the better part of the season without. I mean, they played the entire season without Le'Veon last year. Right. So it's not as if there's suddenly it's a. That, yeah, it's 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 different, man. In the NFL, it is it is such a team game. Yes. You could have a couple studs in basketball and be straight. Yep. You know, but, but, but but again, it's the same. I mean, it, it it depends on how 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 high you're looking to fly. The reality is, with basketball, yes, one or two players can take you from being a team that's outside of the playoffs in the lottery to a team that's a playoff team. Right. For sure. That's that's what I mean. But like, if you're going for, to win, and, and he, oh, your star say the the star play, he always has the ball. Yeah. He can always get the ball, and right. if he's hot that one day. But if you go, if you want to go anywhere in the playoffs, you need more than that. Then now it's going to test. No, that's the the obvious. Your you team do need you more go. than that. Yeah. 
where in, in football you don't you don't football you can't get anywhere if your team's not playing you can't get anywhere I like the Ravens in the AFC North, though. There's just something about them. Hmm. There's just something about them. I don't know. I I just I just love their, I love their energy. I love their leadership, and then adding Earl Thomas to that secondary. Right after the Browns add Odell. Are you? Yeah, there's no accident there. Are you buying Lamar Jackson, and what he's capable of doing, or is this more like, I think he's good enough. To hand to 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 not lose them games, and the defense is going to win them games. I think there's a lot that we haven't seen that the Ravens have drawn up for him. That's going to be that's, that's going to happen this year. I think right now they're just working on him rolling around, passing the ball. But I believe there's going to be a lot of things in there for him. I, I would I would definitely utilize the skill set. You draft a guy because of what he's done. You don't change him at all. Right. I always I always compare it to. You know, someone like um, like Cam Newton, you know, when they drafted him, the Panthers did. They used some of his plays from Auburn. It's like, yeah, that's what you do. Sure. You know, when um, when Coach Mornerberry got a hold of Michael Vick, Michael Vick looked like he was at VTech. Yeah. That one year in, in Philly where he went off. Well, I think, this, I think there's the initial let's – Take every quarterback and see if they can be a pocket passer in the in the NFL. Can they operate from the pocket? Can they be more of a traditional quarterback? But if they can't, then you know finding a way for them to be successful. That's that's to me. That's also the mark of 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 a good coaching staff and a good coach. Is I'm not going to make the pieces fit to what I do. I'm going to make what I do fit to the pieces that I have. And yeah, I may have a certain philosophy and a certain approach, and I'm going to try that first to see if you know there's a marriage there. But if it's not, I have to work with the talent that I have. My job as a coach, essentially, is to put you in a position to succeed. That first and foremost. Ideally, right. it would be in a in in the way that I believe football should be played. But if if it's not a great fit, then it's on me to figure out. What is, and the first my the first sign that a coach is not all that is when I hear a coach complaining about the talent that he has. Because yeah, the the OC over there is is Greg Norman, and Greg Norman was in San Fran. Greg Roman. What Roman? Excuse me. I, yeah. I don't know. I said Norman's the golfer. Um, Roman was in San Fran. Yes. And the whole Kaepernick deal. Yes. And now he's over here in Baltimore. Yeah, although I haven't heard great things about Greg Roman. I, I'm trying to forget who it was. There was somebody who came out like a player who came out and blasted him. That doesn't mean you haven't heard good things about him. That was one I, guy well, that, who said no, something. No, no, that was one guy. No, no, no. That's that wasn't the only thing I've heard. I just it was the, I was surprised that someone publicly came out and said what I've kind of heard here and there behind the scenes. Okay. There's a lot of and there's a anyhow, lot of football anyhow, players who roll through FS1. Let's Bob. Anyhow, just, he was the OC. Yes. When Cap took him to the Super Bowl. Yes. He he's got that playbook for a running quarterback. And they're right down the street from Navy. And he did it for his for John's brother. Yes. Yeah. 
All right. So I see the similar situation in terms of them creating a package where Lamar Jackson will succeed, and as they have been. And to continue doing that, and then you get Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. That's your running back. You know. Who's, by the way, who's your like? Who's your as of right now? Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? New England. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> they just got better. Yeah, they got better, man. You lose Gronk and you improve. Come on, come on. Yeah, it's hard for me to argue with that. I'm going to pull for New Orleans, though. I see a New Orleans, New England Super Bowl. Yeah. That would be great. That would be awesome. It would be awesome. In Miami. Yeah. That would be good. All right. Before we leave, before we say goodbye, uh, I, I, I neglected to ask, like, how did this happen with Ryder? How did, how did he end up in a guest commercial? First of all, you never even talked about AB's helmet. Well, we can talk about AB's helmet, but you and I have had this conversation before about helmets. And I saw right, you tweet. Fine, fine, and I basically fine. Saw, I saw all your tweets in terms okay. of so he should be able to use the, the helmet, helmet that he can. That, that, he, uh, that a helmet is a big deal. I saw you respond <laughs> to uh, or- Orlovsky, who we've also had on the show. You see me post all his helmets that he wore. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. You didn't see that. No, I, put no, a, no, no. I put a little collage of every helmet he's worn since UConn. <laughs> till he retired and it was the same helmet helmet just face mask and all interesting so i was like see That's... you you went to the new team you're like hey i gotta have this right i gotta have this right. you know right. um writer it just um yeah there's a agency out here brand uh brand model and talent agency and i don't know my, i forgot how it happened but we went in there I think I walked in there to do it because I actually was with them myself. I, I had booked like a cool Target ad that was that went national, and he was there too. And they were like, "Hey, you know, we want to see your son." And so Ryder, right out the Wait gate, minute, you were in a Target national ad. How did I miss yeah. this? It was when 2012. Was it? 2012. It was a long time ago. Okay. Um, and so Ryder, right out the gate, he was like one years old, and he got a he got a commercial with Vivint Security. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in a commercial for that, and. And right then and then, we knew that like he could handle it because he was he was probably the most mature one out of the whole entire shoot because there were there were adults complaining because it was too long. He was chilling, man, and so he likes it. We we never we don't like try to get everything. We don't make him do it. Yeah, you know, we're like, hey, writer, you know, Shauna will get an email, and she's like, hey, writer, you got an audition today. And he's like, all right, cool, you know. And um, yeah, he's he's just been he enjoys it, and it's cool because he sees himself and he thinks it's funny, and he gets embarrassed, so it's cool. He's he just he looked so chill in the commercial. He looked like a natural. It was so he's, uh, he's kind of to the point now where he doesn't really have to audition much. Yeah. Usually he gets booked right away. Yeah. So I think this is gonna help that you know he's in a national campaign now. So do you like? Does he have aspirations? Do you have aspirations? Where do you see all this going? There's there's no plan. There's no plan. We're just we're just rolling. Yeah. And that's and that's how that's how we deal with him. Um even with wrestling. There's no there's no plan. There's no oh we hope he gets a scholarship or we hope he right. goes undefeated or the Olympics one day. There's no plan. He just wants to wrestle and have fun. Right. He's 8. He just right now he just wants to, you know, 
when these shoots or these auditions come up, he just wants to go. There's no aspirations or anything. See, I think that that's great. I think that's healthy. Like, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about Ryder burning out or see. I don't worry about the kid. I don't worry about the kid. I worry about the parents. Again, and and maybe I've been surrounded by. if, If he's asking for these things. For example, if I go to if he goes to wrestling, and then afterwards he's like, "Hey, Dad, you think you can schedule me some res- uh, some privates with Coach Mark, Mark Munoz is his head coach." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, that's what you want. Let's go do it." Right. I'm not gonna pull him aside like, "Hey, man, you know you're you're almost closed. We should let's go get some privates. Let's go do this." Right. Even though I'm, you're my thinking mind that. Is, my yeah. mind is to help him. Yep. Um, but I feel like it's it's overkill if I'm yeah. like, hey, let's go do let's go do this. One morning he asked me, he said, Dad, you want to go want to go run the track, and he, and I coach his track team. I would love to run track with him every day if he wanted to. Yeah. But I want that I want him to ask me because then if he asks me to do it, then he'll he'll want to. Yeah. You know, like I said, he's only eight. I went through he's this. Only, he's only eight. I went through this with my son when we yeah, were in Vegas. Because you were you were the annoying dad trying to have him shoot around every damn day. No, no, no. He said he said, "Hey, can you find a place for me to shoot while we're in Vegas?" And I said, "Okay, let me let me see." You know, in my head, I'm like, "Dude, why don't you get a lot of shooting? Double double up your shooting at home, and then not I don't have to go to the trouble finding a place in Vegas for you." Oh, my but God. I called I called a trainer buddy of mine in the NBA, and he said. Uh, and I said, "Hey, Matt's looking for a place to to shoot." He saw he saw Matt play in a, a tournament in Vegas uh, the, last summer, and so he said, "Okay, I'll let you know." And so then he called me one night and he said, uh, "Does Matt still want to shoot?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "Okay, we're going to be on the track at seven a.m. tomorrow because we're going to run before we shoot." That's that's how it works. So I said to Matt, I said. Uh, so-and-so wants you, if you want to shoot, you got to be on the track at 7 a.m. tomorrow. He's like, okay. So we went out there, worked out. <laughs> My buddy put him through it and then brought him back in the afternoon and they shot. And uh, actually, no, they, sh- they, they went on the track, then they shot. He said, he called me, he goes, Matt was great. I want him to come back in the afternoon if he wants to. I didn't see Matt for the rest of the time I was in Vegas. He got he went to the <laughs> like the first day or two of games and then he was off on his own training and and he had a he had a blast. So I kind of I I try to I try to take the same approach even though yeah. like you see it's, it's it's more powerful, you yeah, know. Agreed. agreed. It could be, you know, but when we do it, yeah, we'll we'll do it hard work and we'll we'll go, but it's more powerful when he wants it. Like anything I want it. I want to go to football camp. You know, my dad was like, "Okay." Yeah. Even though my, even though my dad's mind, he's like, "I, I wish I want him to do everything to better himself." Right. But once, once he asks for me, then, then it's cool. Because I, I truly, we have conversations, and I'm not, I don't want to plan his, his life. Right. But I will help facilitate whatever it is, and I right. will put him in the right environment. Right. Like right now, he's in a fantastic school. And he's killing it. He got all A's. He's it's just like a, it's one of the most challenging academic places I've ever seen for that age. Hmm. And he's just like off the charts. Same thing. Only the only only thing that we are ma- making him do hmm. is learn an instrument. Yeah, we have to get back to that. I start. We started there. They both played piano. 
that's the only thing where it's like you're gonna thank us later, right? Like, yeah, like learn, no. like learn, like learn instrument. Hundred like percent, gotta 100%, 100%. do it. Hundred percent. Everything else is like whatever. Like the whole, yeah. I know some parents do like no screen time for their kids. Yeah. You know, I'm like, dude, you you worked hard all week. I'm like, go go play your iPad for ten hours. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. The one thing I we I do have is if you do join something, if you do start something, you got to finish it. Okay. You're not gonna yeah. quit in the middle. Like, you got to finish it. If you're on a team, you finish the season. If you whatever it is, you got to finish it. So, all right, that's it. Parenting, commercials, cryotherapy, no ice, ice, cold baths, no cold baths. We covered it. We covered it. The only thing we didn't get to is the helmets, but you covered that on Twitter, so we're good. <laughs> all right, that does it for this episode of Buker and Blackman, subsidiary of Buker and Friends, part of the United We Cast Network. In the next podcast, it will be a uh, another edition of Buker Friendless and... I was at uh, Team USA training last week, and I will be there again this week as they move to L.A., and I'll give you the lowdown on everything that's going on with uh, Coach Popovich and the team and a new approach that I believe it's time for us to take when it comes to the uh, the national team uh, in, in light of a lot of the defections from the stars that have chosen not to participate. That will be all in the next podcast. Uh, don't forget to review uh, review the uh, the show uh, on iTunes or wherever you get uh, your podcasts. And if you'd like to be eligible for some prizes, screenshot the review and send it to at Friends. All right, that does it. As always, for Will, for myself, thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.